Holy Gospel according to John, the sixth chapter. Glory to you, o Lord. When he looked up and saw a large crowd coming towards him, Jesus said to Philip, Where are we to buy bread for these people to eat? He said this to test him, for he himself knew what he was going to do. And Philip answered him, Six months' wages would not buy enough bread for each of them to get a little. And one of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said to him, There is a boy here who has five barley loaves and two fish, but what are they among so many people? Jesus said, Make the people sit down. Now there was a great deal of grass in the place, so they sat down, about 5,000 in all. And then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed them to all those who were seated, and so also the fish, as much as they wanted. And when they were satisfied, he told his disciples, Gather up the fragments left over, so that nothing may be lost. So they gathered them up, and from the fragments of the five barley loaves left by those who had eaten, they filled twelve baskets. When the people saw the sign that he had done, they began to say, This is indeed the prophet who is to come into the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You're invited to be seated. Our creative invitation today is a group prayer. So the experiment continues just a little longer. To make that go more easily, I'll begin our prayer and I'll offer a word, world or nation, state or city or home. And you're invited to pray out loud a word or phrase or sentence related to that topic. And then I will close the prayer afterward. So let us pray and please participate. Holy and gracious God, we give thanks for your mercy as we pray for what is on our hearts and minds. We pray for our world. Bless the people of Afghanistan for healing, for safety, provide us with the Holy Spirit for our nation. reconcile and conquer the divide. For our state, give wisdom to our leaders. Bless all the children starting school. Bless 
for our city and county. Healing for all those who have COVID at this time. For our neighbors. For our healthcare workers. For first responders. For those hospitalized and in institutions. For those in prison. For the people of Haiti. We pray for our homes and families. Frank and for Pam, for John, good and gracious God, we give thanks that you promise that you hear us, and we lift up all these prayers to you, confident that you are listening, and your will be done. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I invite our worshipers who are online to please mute yourselves. Thank you. of our hearts be acceptable in your sight Lord our strength and our Redeemer Amen because we've been in our worship series we've been hearing different texts each week but in the revised common lectionary that we usually follow the gospel readings for five weeks from July 25th through next Sunday August 22nd are all from chapter, John, chapter 6 of John's Gospel. This body of readings is known as the Bread of Life Discourse, and it begins with the reading that we have today, the feeding of the 5,000. In his Gospel, John doesn't record miracles. Instead, the events where Jesus does the unexpected are called signs because they point 
to who Jesus is. The description of what happens isn't as important as what it says about the character of Jesus. So as I listened this week again to this familiar text from John 6, I tried to remember that it is not about a math problem. It is not about the multiplication of loaves and fishes and trying to figure out how did he do that. Instead, I asked, what does the sign point to? First, the text connects us back to Israel's exodus experience of being in the wilderness and receiving God's manna. Manna, you may remember, was like coriander seed, white, and the taste of it was like wafers made with honey. The Israelites had complained to Moses while they were in the wilderness, and God heard their complaints. So God provided them with manna that fell down and covered the ground like frost each day. And they were instructed to gather only what they needed. There was enough for each person, and nothing was wasted. The second connection, as we hear that Jesus took the loaves, gave thanks, and gave the food to the crowd, is, of course, to the meal that we gather for here at the Lord's table. On that day, Jesus made an offering of bread and fish, but in the Eucharist, or in Holy Communion, Jesus makes an offering of his very own body and blood to sustain us in our life as disciples and as children of God. The third connection is one that I hadn't noticed before. Verse 10 says, Jesus said, get the people to sit down. And now the men numbered about 5,000, but there was plenty of grass there for them to find a seat. It feels like a throwaway verse. Why does it matter where people sat? But then I think about when we gather for a meal in the fellowship hall, and there might be 30 of us, or maybe even 50 of us. And the best way I know to get everyone's attention is to call out, the Lord be with you. It seems like in the crowd that John describes that every time you get one group to sit down, another would likely be wandering off. And exactly where can 5,000 people sit? with plenty of space. To give you an idea, Keter Stadium, where the American Legion ball games are happening this weekend, seats 5,200. And anyone who has sat in that stadium when it's full knows it cannot be described as spacious when every seat is filled. So we know this was a big crowd and a big space. The men numbered 5,000. And the synoptic gospels, Matthew, Mark, and Luke, say there were women and children there too. It would have been chaotic and messy and noisy, and there was probably some grumbling happening. But with authority, 
Jesus and the disciples get everyone seated in the grass. So do you know where else in scripture we hear about God and grass or pasture? It's in the Psalms. Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Psalm 95, for he is our God and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. And Psalm 100, know that the Lord is God. It is he that made us and we are his. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. The shepherd made the people lie down in green pastures and Jesus sat the people down in the carpet of green grass. Jesus is our shepherd, Lord, and King. In John's Gospel, we recognize that the same shepherd who leads us through valleys of death is the one who leads us to places where we can rest and be fed that same shepherd provides us with our portion, just what we need, and sustains us for the journey of faith. Following Jesus, we believe that God provides abundantly for us without any fear of scarcity. We may be tempted, like Philip or Andrew, to focus on what we cannot do, or how difficult a situation seems, or what our limits are. But God reminds us that God is at work in the world, and discipleship isn't about fixing problems, solving equations. It is about being present and trusting God to be the one who we see all through Scripture, steadfast and loving, generous and merciful. And then we are free to see what else God is doing and how we can participate, how we can help others feel welcome and know that same blessed assurance of God's abundant love. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, Thank you for your son, Jesus, who restores us to life with you and through whom we know your abundant love and mercy. Help us watch for signs of your presence in the world and ask how we can participate in what you are doing. Fill us with your spirit and send us into the world to love and serve. We pray in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.